I imagine that before you cut your hair, there was a lot of studs in your DMs. <laughs> or more I mean, masculine, probably both. Are. They're probably all still in there. They're but still, they're still in there. A, <laughs> look, has there been a shift in the kind of people that approach you or is it pretty much the same? Mm. And yeah, the people that you um, are interested in, has that changed? Yeah, I mean... What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so happy you came by. The Queerly Black Show aims to normalize the everyday existence of Black, LGBTQIA plus individuals through an interview-style series with regular folks like you and me. So every week, a new guest shares their story and unique perspective on their existence as an LGBTQIA plus individual. Thank you for tuning in, and make sure you subscribe, download, set your reminders to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, joined today by a very special guest. Very, very special guest. We got Amanda Grace Jenkins in the building, y'all. Amanda, introduce yourself to the people. Hello, everyone. I'm Amanda Grace Jenkins. Thank you so much for having me here, Ashley. Oh. Um, super excited to be here. So. Yeah, man. We're going to get right into it. We're going we gonna to get into it. We're going we gonna to start. We're going to start with um this very 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 cool hairstyle that you have normally <laughs> I go back to the beginning but we're going to talk about we're going to talk about talk about this very cool hairstyle so I know recently last you know last year um you went through a, a fun transition of cutting your hair um talk about that talk about this this very new cool hairstyle that you have right now as well <laughs> uh yeah I mean I feel like it's always been a part of me to just really just I don't know I get bored with my look often and it's like I love every look that I do and then I'm kind of just like over it after a couple months I'm like all right next um and I I'm also a hairstyle so I've been doing hair for 15 years so it's like I just have that artistic just urge in me to constantly be trying new stuff and I just see it at my fingertips and I'm a colorist and I'm like Ooh, what can I do or what can I do with this style? So um, I kind of use myself as my own kind of like uh, canvas really yeah. and self-expression. And I just, yeah, I love to be able to express myself in this the way. color is crazy. The color yeah. is amazing. It's like, it's very, very green. I it's love bang. it. I love it. I love it. It's bold. I love it. It's, it's amazing. Um, that's great. So let's talk about before you were, you know, a hairstylist, before you were an actress, before you were all the amazing things we know you to be today. When did you know that you liked the ladies? Oh, uh, I that honestly, I don't know if this will come as a surprise to people or not, but like it took me too long to figure it out. And now that I look back and I see signs, I'm like, all right, like, there were definitely signs earlier on, but I grew up in such a sheltered religious environment. And even in our religious environment, my family in particular was so, like my parents really sheltered us. It was so strict. So it's just like, I didn't even know my options. There were not lesbians around me. There were not queer people around me. Where are you from? Colorado. Okay. And I grew up homeschooled and like only in a religious homeschooled environment and community. So it was very like, we knew who all was in this community. We did not really 
associate much with people outside of that community. Um, so it wasn't until I was an adult that I, I mean, I had my first experience with a girl when I was in my early twenties and it was very hush hush. And, um, I was still trying to just, I don't know. I was just, I kind of hit it this breaking point. Cause I just always been trying to be like this good Christian girl. Like I really cared about being the best I could be showing up the best way I could. And I really was just like, I was in a, just an unhealthy relationship that was just kind of pushing me to the brink. And I was like, I finally hit a point where I was like, I don't care anymore. I don't care. What I? It was, yeah. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, I've been in some long, two really long-term relationships with guys. And mm. I thought I was going to get married at one point in time. And um, I was just so, I had so much internalized homo homophobia going on, mm. like and fear because I'm like, I'm, I can't even let my mind even go there because I'm going to like go to hell. Yeah. And I had friends that were queer at this time in my life and I loved them and adored them. But I'm like, well, for me though, and this is my beliefs and like, I really was so stuck yeah. in that. And so when I did have this first experience with a girl, I mean, it went on for a few months, but then I cut it off because I was like, I'm not gay. Like I was too afraid of it. And, um, I just stuffed it away for the next few years. And over the next few years, I was, I just kept thinking about, I, I couldn't get girls off my mind. Like, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, I just, I mean, maybe it's just a fantasy, try to like push it out yeah. of my head. And finally I hit a point, it was only in like 2018, only a few years ago where I was like, I told a friend, I finally said it out loud. And I was like, I think I need to try dating girls. What up? It's your host, Ashley, and I'm interrupting this podcast to ask, are you following us? Have you downloaded the podcast? Are you subscribed to us on YouTube? If you're not already, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on all platforms, Queerly Black. I'm going to let y'all get back to the show. Peace. And just, just get it out of my system almost. Just see, I need to just, I can't be asking myself, what if? Mm -hmm. And I know I will for the rest of my life if I don't do this. And so once I said it out loud, she was, my friend was getting all excited. She's like, oh, like yes, girl, let's and get the like, bitches. Let's I'm go. Like, calm down. <laughs> calm down. This, I think this is the first time I've even saying this out loud. I haven't fully accepted this. And even in the beginning, I thought maybe I'm bisexual. Um, but I just had so much fear, so much fear to let go of. And, um, but once I did like start, and really started just, I just threw myself in. I just started dating. I started getting on the apps and that's the only way I knew how to like meet people. Mm -hmm. Where were you at this like, point? Were you uh, still in Colorado or had you moved? No, I was in LA actually, okay. which was great because I was working and living right around West Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, so a lot of my clients were yeah. gay guys mm -hmm. and like places I would go hang out. Like it just, it was just a perfect environment to come out in where I didn't have to worry. I could talk about it openly. I didn't have to worry about the judgment. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think a lot of people relate to that process of like, um, you know, growing up in a religious background and then, but realizing that like something's different about me and like not knowing how to unpack that when you, when you were able to identify the, you know, internalized homophobia, what was the process for you of unpacking that? Because it's still very scary, right? You grow up that way. And then it's like, how did you start to unwind that for yourself? I mean, it was just a lot of internal work, honestly, just 
just learning to let go of the shame and like look at it as like this feels right so it is right like it's and just having to like constantly just do that inner work and give myself affirmations and just give it time really and also it helped to put myself in the environment and surround myself with people that supported me yeah that was that was a huge change and so I just started kind of creating my own chosen family and like support system around me because I'm like this is what I need I cannot be trying to find like being okay with myself and love for myself in the wrong environments with the wrong type of people that can't accept me yeah yeah for sure for sure um talk about how important it was for you to move obviously the industries that you're in are you know you LA was the place that you chose to live but how important was it for you to live to you grow up in your area and it's like this is all that people do here this is all that people are exposed to um how has moving to a different place impacted you as when I moved to LA physically yeah physically moving somewhere else yeah I mean that was life-changing for me I would I don't think I would be where I'm at today if I hadn't moved you'd be like first lady of a church or something (laughs) I was I had I had actually quit going to church before I left Colorado but I would have still been hanging out around a lot of the same Mm -hmm. people and just like I just, I really don't, I mean, I will say that the people that I was hanging with towards the last couple of years in Colorado actually helped me, they kind of helped plant that seed and helped me start finding myself more and being more of an open person. I think about um, just one of my best friends who lives in Colorado and she's queer and she was like one of the most open free spirit just accepting of herself just just I never met anybody like her and I just remember I could when we started becoming friends I could talk about things around her that I couldn't talk about about around anybody else Mm -hmm. and I feel like she really helped me tap into just be more accepting of being free and being open and certain things that felt natural but I was too afraid to accept before and so it was kind of like a seed planted and and when I was really coming out I was away from her and she was still back in Colorado I'm in LA but I feel like like her and people like her in Colorado were just they kind of helped with that yeah yeah so definitely. yeah my curiosity is killing me your first girl <laughs> was she a stud or a fan oh you know what she was she was a tomboy. Okay, baby um, stud. <laughs> well, she, I don't know. She definitely was like a mix. Mm-hmm. She was like she was because honestly, I was her first experience mm-hmm. too, and she was used to being with guys and so. But she definitely had this kind of little tomboy style. We met. <laughs> this is so gay. We we met on a, <laughs> our soccer team. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Soccer, softball, or basketball? (laughs) It was soccer. Yeah. It's like we met there and um, there's this new girl on the team. And I I wasn't thinking that at first, but we just instantly clicked and we just became like the bestest of friends. And then it quickly turned into something else. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> be like that. Yeah. Um, so talk about your your journey from that first experience to uh, present day, just dating, what that looks like for you, um, things that you've had to, um, uh, you know, that you've encountered with, you know, kind of dating uh, women. Just like the journey of that. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like I didn't really know from that experience. I knew there was elements of it that I liked and was exciting, um, but I feel like I didn't really know until I actually let myself date women and open myself up, not just physically, but emotionally to the experience. And I mean, I got myself wrapped up real quick because <laughs> when, when I was coming out, I just, I just dove right in and just my heart was like open. I'm just like, I'm ready to be here and to love and be loved. And mm -hmm. uh, it was actually like kind of brutal. Like <laughs> there was a lot of fun things, but it was also just kind of brutal because I just, I don't know. I don't know if there was something in me that was thinking it was going to be easier than what I was used to with dudes and like, maybe because I felt like, well, because I found myself and what I'm supposed to be doing, this is, everything's just gonna fall into place. It's gonna make sense. Yeah. But it was, it was a mess. It was a hot mess. <laughs> were you looking to, when you, when you started dating women, were you looking to be, be in a serious relationship? Cause you were in long-term relationships before where you just like, I just need to figure out what this is more of an exploration. You know what? That was kind of like, that was challenging for me because I was 30 when in 2018. So I was really at this place in my life where I was very ready for a committed relationship with someone and kind of getting more into like settle down mode with someone. But I also was just like brand new in this world and needing to figure out what I even wanted and what I really liked, who I really liked, what my type was. And, and so in the very beginning, when I just started getting out there, mean girls on the apps, I was I was intentionally trying to date a lot. I was intentionally trying to just like on multiple dates and just get a feel for what I like. But I very quickly, like within the first few months got real serious about someone and um, and then it didn't work out. And then it just kept feeling like, I mean, ever since then it's been, I've only had situationships, like two, three months situationships where it's just like, we're falling really hard for each other and then it's something isn't working and then it just doesn't work and it doesn't go past that what up it's your host ashley and i'm interrupting this podcast to ask are you following us have you downloaded the podcast are you subscribed to us on youtube if you're not already go ahead and subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on all platforms queerly black i'm gonna let y'all get back to the show peace yeah so situationships um just a couple months and then it's done and I'm like man like I really I really want to like meet my person at this point in time in my life but it was brutal but looking back it was like damn honestly all that needed to happen because whatever I was doing before and the people I was trying to be with like that's not who I was really meant to be with and um, I had a lot of learning to do about myself um, because it was just life altering to come out at 30. It was 
literally life altering, just so much more than I expected. And I'm having to just like literally rethink my life <laughs> yeah, and figure a lot out. So I just feel like whatever ended up happening that needed to happen. And I've just been on this healing and growth journey and working through shit. And honestly, just, I've been single the majority of the time. I mean, aside from the situationships, I've been single the whole time and just focusing on myself. Also just figuring out what does my queerness look like outside of actually like dating? What is it? What is it like to just be in the community and um, to express that as a single person as well? So yeah, for sure. For sure. Which brings me to uh, definitely the next question that I want to ask, which is um, acting, right? So (laughs) you're um, as a queer actress, what what does that mean right um does that mean that you don't do straight roles does that mean that with sex scenes with men does that mean um in the the best example that i have is like if uh uh 50 shades of gray came and did another a sequel right and they were like amanda we want you to be anastasia Oh, honestly, honestly, like at first I was like, oh yeah, I could still play those scenes. But as I've been evolving, I have been on this journey where I am, I'm struggling with it. Like I, the farther I've gotten away from being close to men like that, like it does not sit right and feel good in me at all to want to be close to them like that even if it's just acting like and a lot of people are gonna be like it's just acting it's like yeah I could do it but where I'm at right now is I just have such a desire in me to show up more authentically in roles and even if I have the ability to play those parts I am just dying to play more queer roles I'm dying to like show because I haven't really gotten that opportunity because even after coming out even even as I'm like transitioning and starting to not like transitioning gender wise but just like in more of my expression and finding my identity the industry still kind of sees me as more feminine and kind of in one place and they want to always pair me with a guy and be like the love interest and the seductress and the the damsel in distress or whatever and I'm just like I'm always the love interest for a man and I'm like I just that's it's not how I see me but the industry sees me that way and even if I am presenting more masculine it feels kind of like oh like if we just put her in the right outfit yeah we just put her in a dress yeah that like we're good Mm -hmm. and I'm like now I'm just I'm uncomfortable with dresses at this point in time in my life like I feel like yeah maybe maybe down the road I could still pop out in a dress and beat face and be like yeah I still got that but like that's not really as comfortable for me anymore the more I'm accepting myself and I definitely lean more in the masculine way and it's like I still have my feminine uh, side of me and I'm I'm comfortable with that but it's like in terms of how I present myself and also how I want to show up on screen it's just it's changing now it's different and I realize that it might really limit me yeah. um in the types of roles that I can book but I'm like it, it, if it's 
if I'm feeling like I just lost part of my soul after I just did <laughs> yeah. that performance, that's not worth it to me. So <laughs> I'm like trying to figure that out, honestly. But it's um, Brad Pitt though. It's Tom Cruise. It's you, uh, you. <laughs> may, maybe, maybe, maybe if it, no, 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 not them. Maybe if it was Idris Elba, I would be okay, like, we got Idris Elba, who else is on the list? Look, let, so I mean, they know. All right, all right. All right. Idris, what we got? Uh, Morris Chestnut? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Morris Chestnut. Morris I mean, Chestnut. He, was so, he was so nice. He's great to work with. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, no, that's, 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 that's dope. I love it. Um, and so talk about, uh, you know, um, me, and, me, and, me and Zasha talked about her DMs. So we're going to talk about your DMs. Oh, um so and i want to specifically talk about your dms for the perspective of okay so before you cut your hair obviously you were very much more feminine you you just presented more feminine right i think your your style kind of was already transitioning but because with the hair thing people just associate short hair with oh like, yeah it automatically just you know leans to the okay so but i want to know i imagine that before you cut your hair there was a lot of studs in your dms <laughs> or more I mean, masculine probably both are. they're probably all still in there look has there been a shift in the kind of people that approach you or is it pretty much the same mm. and yeah, the people that you um are interested in has that changed yeah i mean i would say it's changed a little bit i do think i'm getting more feminine women being like damn let me get at you <laughs> um but occasionally there's less studs but occasionally they're still in there and I'm like okay like I'm like I'm not that's not <laughs> what I'm into anymore but I'm like, it's just interesting to see yeah. um and I say anymore because when I first started coming out I was dating the studs <laughs> like which right. shocks some people now because I feel like now it's just very clear like I present yeah. more masculine, like, yeah, I actually still wear makeup and shit, but I'm just like, I'm such a tomboy. I have more of a masculine energy to me, but um, I, it's kind of funny because I, I feel like when I was dating the studs, they could already sense that like that <laughs> masculine. It was like, to come she dominant, she, she dominant. Like, I feel like I was getting some side eyes from them or just some confusion, some confusing yeah. looks of like, what's going on because I would look a certain way but then my energy is coming out differently and they're like okay uh I don't know they're like I'm on, pretty so. sure she could body slam me like I don't know if I should be yeah right like, what? <laughs> or like I want to do a lot like I very am much of a doer and when it comes to like being in the bedroom and shit yeah. like I'm like so it's no just pillow like, princess on this side <laughs> oh no, no, no. so um yeah no, so I was like, yeah, no. I, I we were both realizing. I mean, any of these situationships I was in, it was just like, oh, there she might. Was be like, okay, are you wearing a strap or am I wearing a strap? Yeah, what, what are we doing? Like, are we doing rock paper scissors tonight? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what you mean I can't do that to you? <laughs> They're like, uh, maybe I'm comfortable with you. Right? Are you <laughs> trying to? Are you slapping my ass right now? Wait, what is happening? <laughs> and I'm so like that. I'm like, I'm. Just, Mm, and I'm just, like I'm like that is what I bring even when I was presenting more feminine so yeah. they're like whoa and I mean I remember there was like one that was like you opening cool doors <laughs> like opening doors you're like nah baby I got it hold up yeah no I'm I like, got, wait I hold up <laughs> <laughs> so and I do think it was like a little easier for me I think subconsciously I was probably just going from like men to 
women, maybe subconsciously, that was like easier for me to, because I knew how to be around masculine energy. I knew how to flirt. I knew how to like, just be. And so I think it was probably easier, but it real quickly, I started realizing like, oh no, I'm really into the femmes. Like, and I, I like switches too. Like I like stems as well, but I really, I do really enjoy like a feminine energy and it makes me feel I like how I feel around a feminine energy as well. So um, I feel like that's more compatible for me. And it was just, it definitely was a learning uh, period to figure that out. And so that's one of those reasons why I look back now and I'm like, well, thank God I didn't get in a relationship with those people earlier on. And I waited and figured out what I really wanted. Yeah, I can relate. Definitely understand that. Um, Awesome. So when you think about, excuse me, when you think about yourself now, um, what do you want people to know about you? Hmm. What do I want people to know about me in terms of like my career, my personality or all of it, all of it. Uh, that is a really good question. Um, cause I think there's, I think there's a part of all of us where we want people to know like who we really are. I think, I mean, I think that's it because I feel like I'm figuring this out as I'm talking about it, but because I, I feel like I'm on like social media and then I do acting and stuff and like, I'm proud of that stuff, but I, I show only like a surface level or you only see a character or you only see, I don't know, my goofy videos where I'm maybe doing a thirst trap or something. And I'm like, (laughs) that's not me like when you really get to know me like I'm just very real I'm down to earth um I have a big heart like I'm just like I I'm a genuine person and I feel like there's just so much more to me and so many other layers but I'm also a very private person so it is hard for me to actually like really show that side of me on my platforms and I do think that's something I want to try to do more and really show more of who I am because I I feel like one when I do it it is it's it is beneficial for me um because like the responses I get I just realize how relatable it is when you when you are real and you show that side of you and people can really relate to that and be like wow yeah, I'm going through that too. Or like, oh, I just relate and, or this is helping me get through this because of what you shared. And I'm like, wow, like, okay, I should maybe share more of myself. So yeah. I think, I think that's what it comes down to. I want, I do think I want people to know who I genuinely am um, outside of the more performative stuff. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I understand that for sure. And I, I think <laughs> I talk about like generations and like you know we're I'm I'm 32 you're you know mid-30s when our, our age group is the ones that was like right in the middle of like no internet internet so for a lot of us like we didn't necessarily grow up with the internet like in in the, in the way that people grow up with it now and so that balance of like privacy and like what to share and like understanding the landscape and like, I know I need to be out there, but like, this is still like my real life. It's not really up for like scrutiny from people and stuff like that. Like striking that balance is tough. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's something we're all 
trying to balance because we just didn't grow up in a space where we felt like we felt like discretion was okay you know and even thinking about like older queer people who were like oh like this person's queer but they never came out and it's like well they're never going to because their generation didn't feel like that was necessary you know but Mm -hmm. we are right in the middle of like I gotta make an announcement and yeah. like, you know, my, I have younger sisters, my sister's age, they, they have to post everything, you know, they're 20, they, they, if, it, if it didn't get posted, like, forget it. It's like the end of the world. They didn't get a picture. They like, it's like the whole world ends, but like us, it's kind of that middle ground. Like, okay, well, if it didn't get shared, it didn't get shared. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely really challenging trying to figure out that balance um, yeah. and trying to figure out how to bring more authenticity into the social media world. Cause I think, I think a lot of us are thirsty for that too. Yeah, and just trying to see yeah. who people really are, when to see on yeah. authenticity, and then trying to find that balance of what to share and what not to share. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a challenge trying to navigate that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, awesome, man. Well, we're gonna play a game real quick, a quick oh. game of this or that. <laughs> All right, some episodes that you know, <laughs> we play this or that. Um, okay, sports bra or underwire bra? Sports bra. Wait, on- for myself or on someone else? Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously know that it, her love interest would have an underwire bra. <laughs> I'm like, wait, let me think about this. this little, um, sports bra. Laundry or cooking? Oh, cooking. Day at the spa or watching sports all day? If I can be at a sporting event, then yeah, sports all day. Sports all day. Short hair or long hair? On me or someone else? On you. Oh, yeah. Short hair. <laughs> and, a- and after we play this game, we're gonna do a quick profile of your type. <laughs> oh, okay. for the people okay. to know. So, okay. uh, lipstick or lip gloss? Can I do neither? Neither. <laughs> okay. Neither. I don't wear either of those. Sports car, or big truck. Uh, big truck. Big wedding or small ceremony? Small ceremony. Stay up late or sleep in? Stay up late. Iron or redry it? Iron. Crazy. <laughs> pay or have her pay? Pay. Pay. Back in your fem days. No. <laughs> yeah, back in your fem days. Oh. oh, yeah. I missed those fancy dinners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Party. See? Uh-huh. That was that was a benefit for sure. But yeah. Nowadays, no, I like I like spoiling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, you answered this question already, but I'm gonna ask again, pillow princess or I'm on top. I'm on top. Hey, there it is. Now, (laughs) because you're single and queer people watch this, tell the people your type. Ooh, okay. Well, I would say physical. I tend to go for, uh, women of color, usually black or latina um afro latina uh, (laughs) um but i'm like i'm also open like i never want to just like completely uh close off options but those are like what i typically am drawn to um i do love curves uh i like i'm into short hair and long hair um definitely feminine kind of like bubbly flirtatious energy um oh I'm a sucker for accents I am (laughs) um 
and then in terms of like oh I missed something I love afros uh I love natural hair um braids afros uh so yeah okay anyway pass going past the physical um okay what I like about a person and my type um well I did kind of say bubbly flirtatious energy love that like I, I really like a lot of affection um and but it really comes down to like the real stuff someone who is genuine um has self-awareness uh puts emphasis on growth in their life and and um and all of that so thing that comes with self-awareness and trying to just better yourself like that's important for me um and just like kindness and and uh just like a, a good person that really just knows themselves and um yeah yeah to show up <laughs> so perfection if you're perfect pull up no <laughs> yeah i love I mean, that i love that yeah, in all honesty, I'm definitely, I feel like I'm not really on the market. Like I'm definitely focusing on myself right now because it's like, I've got so much that I need all my energy for to like get through with these knee surgeries and just like handling a lot of stuff. But yeah. I mean, I am all, I never close myself off to yeah. a real connection. Mm -hmm. so, and so if you're a nurse if you're a nurse you know what i'm saying <laughs> rehab you know oh yeah pull up yeah <laughs> bring physical the free therapist. ice packs you physical <laughs> therapist pull yeah. up you know what i mean yeah. hey um dope dope tell the people where they can find you uh you can find me on instagram and tiktok uh it's under my full name amanda grace jenkins i do have a youtube as well it's under amanda grace um and yeah, those would be the best places to find me. Dope. Well, thank you so, so much, Amanda, for coming through. I loved your story. Definitely appreciate you coming. And y'all already know, man, this is another episode of the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace.